Blog Talk Radio. Edition of the Jump Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo. Okay. How's everybody doing? We're oh. here. Finer than red wine. Okay. And right. today is the last Friday in September. Oh, wow. <laughs> October's Won't coming in. Long. Like a lion, isn't it? <laughs> Somebody's lying. 2022. It's chilly out there. It's coming you know? in. Mm-hmm. The three months of uh, the last three. Three months of the last three. October, <laughs> November, December. Yeah. Last quarter. So that means this year is just about done. <sighs> Who you telling? Man, can you believe it? We just blinked. Mm-hmm. It does seem that way. Yeah. The year after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Just getting, I was just getting ready to say year of. Yeah, we get. Yeah, and we're going to another phase of it. Yeah, I suppose. Who gets the shot? Who gets the boost? Who doesn't? Who? I'm like, oh lord. I'm, I'm get, so tired of hearing it. I know. I'm gonna get whatever I'm eligible to get. I know. I wish they would just decide, right? And then tell us. What Don't I keep talking about I it. I know. Because it's just confusing people. Well, the CDC mm. has come out with the official ruling, you know. So again, yeah. They do that, what, once a week? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, 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 over to you, Papa Didi. What's our uh, top of the hour topic? You know, I, I was I was, I was um, juggling around two different ones. Uh, one that had to do with uh, the treatment of us. Whenever us is confronted with something they think that us is dead or we're doing wrong, how we're handled. Mm-hmm. And another one was the recent uh, shootings, whether it be road rage or or things like that. And I, I, I decided to go with the road rage one because that's the one that's the most scary. And and my, my question to the panel is this here. What do you think when it comes to the road rage, do you think that in most cases that it's, racially motivated, and for two, are the cops really mentioning that when they say that it was a white guy, yada, yada, yada? You know what I mean? Are they trying to save face of the right right, right race? Stop trying, they, they're trying to prevent a race war? Because you'll hear about road rage, and, and, and the story will always go into a neutral zone. It, it never talks about what's really what and who's really who, because you're going if you if you're confronted by road rage, you're going to see the driver, and you're going to explain to the cop what the driver looked like, but by the time it filters to the media, it just classified as road rage. Mm. So do you think that 
and even some of the shootings around town where this was personal shot. Do you think random white folks, I mean crazy white folks, I'm not going to pick on all white folks. Let's say crazy white folks are just going around doing random stuff because a lot of them are just evil as hell with their racism, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes us being uh, just victims of circumstances and, and target practice, you know, like the guy did, little young boy that just shot the guy, you know, when he's walking around with a gun and he raised his hands and the cops didn't even stop. They thought he was helping defend the area, you know. But uh, that was in uh, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. that little town. But the question, getting back to the question, is that do you feel that if there's some type of road rage and it's reported that it was a white guy driving a pickup truck, had a Confederate flag, a shotgun, does the media get the same story that the police get? Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> think about it. You throw a lot at us. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. I'm thinking no, because no, so many times no, when I hear the no story, meaning, oh, no meaning that the media doesn't give us the whole story. That the police got. Right. Raw. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know there was one recently where it was a police officer who was involved in a road rage incident with a woman. Right. And they did not say anything about the race of the woman. It wasn't until maybe a couple of days later that we found out that it was a black woman. And the cop was but, white. And the cop was white. Mm-hmm. But, and he was still in uniform. Yeah, he was in uniform. So I don't know what he was tripping off. He had cursed mm-hmm. the woman out, threatened her, her, pointed a gun in her face mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. But I tend to feel like I think maybe sometimes the media is trying to diffuse That's right. the whole That's racial exactly aspect. That's exactly my point of what I'm and they just say road rage, man, woman. This is what happened. Right. Boom. That's all they want to tell us. When in fact, you know, when you look at the racial makeup of the participants in the road rage incident, it does make you question: Was this racially motivated? Was it random? Was it coincidental? I mean, I haven't heard of any where there was like Confederate flags flying lately, but. It just does make you wonder. But the part two aspect of it is now on this area, the, sh- the stuff you see where people were shot at night, where they say a person was found dead in their car. Are these random white vigilantes just going through the black neighborhood because the cops will hang gang-related? And, and that'll yeah. wish the whole racial thing, you know what I mean? Right aside, here the police are suspecting this gang related, and they leave it at that. When the police know deep down inside that you know it could be, so I'm just you know. Let me chime in for a second. Go go go. My thing is is it's sad that everything has to come down to black and white, Hmm. and that's what pisses me off because we shouldn't be a society that is like that. But this has resulted from so far back, I guess. We just can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. And like Papa Didi said, you don't want to think that, yeah, okay, all these white folks are killing us at night, blacks at night, and like you said, the news media is calling us something else. Um, it's a scary thing. You know, it's, it's I don't know, I, I'm here I go, I'm on the fence again, but I'm just saying, I'm just tired of this black and white stuff. It's always... You know, somebody white on a black person, but you don't hear too much, what, white on black. 
Mm. Or black on white. Or black on white, should yeah. I say, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. What, no, we don't hear much what, about that. What is that a result of? That we've gotten pissed off and ready to kick their ass or something or what? I mean, what what, what is that a result of, yeah. you know? I, I just want to get us away from that stigma, that black and white thing. Why can't we just all be all together? It's it's hard to do, but I don't know. Well, it seems like every time we look like we're moving toward that goal, mm-hmm. something crazy happens, and then everybody picks sides. You know, it's like in the boxing ring when they say go to your corner. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's mixing in the middle, and then when they hear that bell and something pop off, everybody goes to their corner. It's like your black right. folks go over here, all the white folks go over there, right. and everybody sides with their people. Right. But I, I, I have to make this point, though. There have been some injustice as far as um, the abuse as far as to women, like this um, incident with the man um, – and the woman, they had a fight, the white couple, what, um, and she died, and he went, he flew, he flew back to Florida. Oh, he's he missing, did. right, the, um, well, well she isn't missing now, they found yeah. her body. Right, but I'm just Pino, saying, I think her last name they showed, Pino, you know, yeah. they showed a, a video that they were arguing, the cops had stopped them, and here they arguing, you tell them to go to a hotel and go in a separate room. Yeah. What kind of cracker like bullshit is that? I just yeah. don't get it. If it was a black couple, it he be they'd be ready to you know put us into jail. Oh, somebody yeah. would have been in jail, right? Especially if she said he put his hands. And on another her. girl said they were arguing in a restaurant. Right. Witness said that she was hysterically crying, and I think it just got to the point where he lost his head completely. Yeah, he's a know. nut. Well, but my thing is, it's bringing attention to some of the people who have been missing. Black, indigenous, um, mm-hmm. you know, some other people that yeah. um, the media does not give play to, does not give mm-hmm. any um, time to. And that's mm-hmm. sad that somebody white like that, it has to happen, and, um, you know, you pay attention yeah. to them. And it made national news for what, two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks, that's been a national news story. Right. All these black people that have been missing for years, mm-hmm. and they can't even get a local news story. Yeah. And all this story showed is how the police and the FBI was pussyfooting around with this whole case. And I feel so sorry for that woman's family and the woman herself mm-hmm. because they just played around with, oh, he's a person of interest. Well, he's the last one that was with her. Yeah. He brought her car back from halfway around the world. Yeah, from Wyoming. And then, well, he's in the house with the family. And then the family said, well, he drove his Mustang to the edge of the woods and put on a backpack and went into the woods. Now they got all this equipment going into the woods. Actually, look, they, that's only to justify that they looked for him. And when they don't find him, Florida's going to say, well, He's not in Florida no more, so we're going to pass to the FBI because they know they made a mockery right. of it. But yeah. uh, but getting back to our original story, my opinion on this situation is that I think that ignorance is bliss, first of all. Ignorance is complete bliss, and I think that, and I won't use the term white folks because there are good white people out there, okay, like there's good black and Spanish and everything else. But some of the crazy-ass White people that have that had small ignorant minds from the beginning that Donald Trump was able to mold and control and still is today. Not only does he have mold and control, they're they actually giving his ass money mm. on a retro base, like like they have a like they have a subscription to something that he is subscribing. Mm. So it's at the point now where the ignorance 
and, and Trump knows that they're, that they're ignorant. So you're playing on their ignorance, and that's the saddest thing you can do because they all party NRA. They all got that AR-15 gun. They all got everything, and they all believe in the most wackiest shit. They don't believe in getting the vaccine. They talk about their pro-life, but they want to kill a joker at a moment's notice. How are you going to say you want to save a baby in somebody's stomach, but you don't want to get the vaccine? You'll shoot anybody with your AR-15. You don't agree with anything that's going on that's self-righteous. How can you be so pro something and so fucking anti something else? Mm. I don't understand that. Yeah, but but getting back to what we were saying originally, I do believe that there are some crazy ass white folks that are riding around at night taking pop shots at black folks because they know that blacks going to be blamed for it. Anything that happens in the internal black neighborhood, the cops will flip the script and say, oh, this is gang related and they should have fly out and the different random shootings and most of them as you know have been crazy ass white folks they'll get out the car because they all got guns you're protecting yourself from who and what i think that's your own damn paranoia from us from us yeah from us like we're the enemy but we ain't shooting nobody because i think that there's still a group of people that was around and, and in the voice of and in the time frame of Martin Luther King that believed in nonviolence. And we have that coding in us. We believe in nonviolence. So we say, fuck it. I'm going to not have a gun and I'm going to just try my luck. But them jokers will pack a gun in yeah. a minute. Yeah. Texas is crazy. Everybody got a gun in Texas. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just They passed a law that said you don't even need a permit uh. anymore. If you're 18, you can own a gun. No permit. But if required. we, if we as black I, I, folks, I can say it, I just can do no. it. If we went along with all the crap that that there are other people going along with, yeah. we would be. This world would be like the what's that movie called? The Purge. Oh yeah. God. We'd be purging. <laughs> all anyway, right. All okay. Right. Well, let's, let's get into this rundown. Ooh, all right. Well, what you yeah, got with, for that, that, with that right there. There's so much going on. Ah uh, no, people just crazy out here. Um, well, hot topics tonight. Uh, second wifeless inmate in three days to die in custody. Mm. I thought they'd close that place down. They need to. Yeah. Um, also, U.S. Special Envoy um, for Haitian resigns in protest over deportation. Also, White House um, prepares for potential shutdowns. Wow. Uh, hidden quitter headlines. Hunter looking for a shortcut. Found missing man's remains. Also, $432 million winning Mega Man ticket was sold in Manhattan Pizzeria. Mm, I need to check mine. <laughs> also, uh, you know, my aunt's in New York, so who knows? She might have hit it. Also, former U.S. Um, Defense Secretary amazed by promise of blood technology. Our cocktail of the week is a surprise. What's popping with Papa Didi? He's going to get it in tonight. Also, our weird news, time traveler claims to have evidence of what the future looks like. Uh-oh. Also, alleged pizza roll, <clears throat> excuse me, alleged pizza roll pooper apprehended in Oklahoma. Mm-mm. And Chicago suburb attempts world record for largest uh, doggy wedding. I'm just saying with red wine. Living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up. The kiss it list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail. And we'll be back with the hot topic. You're listening to the Pajama Party Late Night Adult Talk Show. We've added a new segment to the show called the Kiss It List. Every week, we put people on this list who have done dumb stuff or have been irritating or just gotten on ours or your nerves. 
So we call them out and put them on the kiss it list, and we tell you why. If you have somebody you want to add to our kiss it list, hit us on Twitter at a pajama party and use hashtag kiss it, and we'll add them to the list. If you prefer to email your contenders, send them to info at apajamaparty.com. We'll call them out every Friday night at the end of the show, so get those names in. Now, let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the show. DJ, would you mind turning it up a notch? Oh, how rude! Oh, you're on the kiss it list. Alright, welcome back to Pajama Party hey. with your host, Papa Didi. <laughs> Had to quiet down red wine. I'm here oh. with uh, Kettle Hello. and uh, red wine. What you say? Oh. You want some music to go with that? Uh... Red wine has oh, her own good. theme song when she walks. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, uh, oh, uh, Rikers Island. Uh, mm. Hot topics. Hit Rikers it, Island. That, that's a prison in uh, New York, I'm sure. Isn't that the one on the water? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I guess that's where the word yeah, island, the island came from. <laughs> and you know, if you look at different shows, they've been referencing Rikers Ooh. on every show. Yeah, Law and Order, ever out there, Rikers, Blue Blood, <laughs> me, yeah. NYPD, Blue, you name it, Rikers. Yeah, send him out to Rikers. Mm-hmm. He's in Rikers. Yeah, anyway, okay, the second Rikers Ooh. inmate in three days dies in custody. Eleventh uh, this year as the. Uh, Closure demands mount. They want to close the joint. It's like 500 damn years old. But anyway, a second person in uh, three days has uh, died custody at New York City's troubled Rikers Island jail complex. Complex, please. Anyway, marks the 11th such death so far this year. Amid mounting calls for uh, from congressional representatives and advocates to close the facility for good. Okay, the person was a 31-year-old. His name was Stephen Cabal. He died uh, shortly before 11 a.m. Wednesday at the Lincoln Hospital, Department of Corrections at Rikers. At Rikers, Vernon C. Bryan uh, Center said Wednesday that the cause of death was under investigation by the medical examiner. Okay. Officials say the individual um, appeared to be in medical distress and medical emergency protocol uh, were activated, where they activated the situation to, to uh, get him out of there and, and uh do medical procedures on him where he died during the procedures of trying to recover him. Anyway, it was just a few days ago on Sunday night that uh, Rikers reported another in-custody death in that case. Uh, DOC officials said the person was uh, not feeling well on Sunday night and was sent to the jail's medical clinic where CPR was administered. Sent to the medical center for not feeling well. CPR was administered. Wow. Big change for not feeling well. CPR is administered. The cause of death remains under investigation in the case as well. Now, all these things are under investigation. Yeah, that's a lot of come under on. investigation. Come on, yeah. M, you know, ME, come on. Yeah. Give us the reason. Representative uh, Alexandra Ortiz uh, Cortez and Jerry uh, Neisler and uh, Jamal Bowen and Naya Valenswood said the conditions at the jail are deplorable and nothing short of an inhumane crisis. Okay, in a letter Tuesday to New York City's new governor, Kathy Holcomb, and she's a replacement from uh, Cuomo, and she's trying to get her thing off. And he also sent a copy of that complaint situation to Mayor Bill de Blasio, 
who's the mayor of New York. Okay, in her letter, the House member said that the jail has failed to provide inmates with basic services and protection against the spread of, first of all, COVID. Lawmakers on a recent visit to the facility found conditions that were life-threatening and horrific. Okay, they reported overflowing toilets, floors covered in floors covered with dead cockroaches, mm. feces, rotten food. State Assemblyman Jessica uh, Gonzalez Rodriguez said the inmates told her that they felt like they were being treated like slaves and animals. Wow. Okay, it was not immediately clear from the letter whether the four House members were called. We're, uh, we're calling all inmates, including those being held for violence crime, to be uh, immediately released to some other transfer facility or what have you. But at least five of the inmates who have died at Rikers Island this year died in a, a very suspicious uh, situation. Some will recall suicide to cover up the, the unhumane way they died. So just call it a suicide. Uh, yeah, officials say that... Uh, Deteriorating conditions at the jail has come amid a slowdown of court proceedings leading to more inmates incarcerated, awaiting trial, and um, just chronic staff shortages and all kinds of stuff. So Man. it's just been a mess. This is right. Well, then why don't they get some of those folk out of there? You know, the people that are nonviolent offenders and stuff, get them out. Shut the joint down. Because I thought Rikers Island was made for, uh, um, you know, hard criminals, so to speak, because of where it was. I thought it was, too. But yeah. I don't. I can't believe everybody there is some kind of, you know, murderous, hardened criminal. I mean, maybe that's possible. But to have people in those conditions, these are still people. Yeah, that's true. So. That's like being on death row, but in slow motion. But my thing is, okay, all these inmates, they have lawyers. Some of them don't. You know, why can't some of these lawyers pursue, you know, these type of conditions? Lawyers cost money. The ones that have public defenders, do you think they really work in these cases? Yeah, that's true. That's just another file in the stack. Yeah, that's sad. It's um, very sad. But, you know, but they shouldn't be treated like less than human. I wouldn't even treat an animal like that. Mm-mm. You know what? It's crazy because if it was a bunch of animals in Rikers Island, I bet you five dollars and white folks they'd be on some boats protesting to get there. Of course, people would be out there. All these other animal rights groups would be out there saying we're not going to stand for it. And that's what I'm saying. You know, people are not fighting for these people in Rikers Island. Yeah, you murderers and killers, but you you still human, human being. You know. You can't live in those type of conditions. Well, this goes back to what I've always said, that prisons in many cases are not rehabilitating anybody. They're warehousing people. So if all you're doing is warehousing people, you're not worried about the conditions, the roaches, the feces, the the filth, the disease, all that kind of stuff. They don't care. They're getting paid, you know, whatever money they get from the federal government or from the state. As long as their money comes in, they don't care. That's just ridiculous. I'm putting Rikers on the kiss it list. Okay. All right. All right. In other news, oh, boy, we went from bad to worse. Mm. The U.S. um, Special Envoy for Haiti resigns in protest over deportation. The U.S. Special Envoy for Haiti, Daniel Foote, has resigned in protest over the Biden administration deportations of Haitians 
from the southern border. That whole thing is a hot mess. It is. Um, Ambassador Daniel Foote, who had been serving as special envoy for Haiti since um, July 22, 2021, he said, I'm out of here. He submitted his resignation, and uh, he's protesting the Biden administration's decision to deport Haitians, migrants gathered in the um, Del Rio, Texas. He goes on to say, I will not be associated with the United States' inhumane, counterproductive decision to deport thousands of Haitian refugees and um, illegal immigrants to Haiti. He said, I'm not going to be a part of that. I agree with him. I got to get up out of here. So after thousands of Haitians and other uh, migrants took shelter in an in um, encampment under a bridge in the South Texas town of um, Del Rio, the Biden administration has been removing many back to Haiti and Mexico. Um, in July, uh, Haitians' president was assassinated, leaving the uh, country politically unstable. Mm-hmm. A month later, the country was rocked by a devastating earthquake. Left thousands dead, and the country's streets are still um, run by gangs, leaving much of the population vulnerable to daily violence. As many as 12,000 Haitians and other migrants took shelter in the encampment under the bridge, under the border. Oh, and don't forget about the lack of power. You know, they lost electricity yeah. when all of that happened in Haiti. Right. So you have no, no leadership over there. And then you have all these Haitians over here that Biden is trying to transport back. It was interesting because um, the guy, Frank Skeet, he was on the radio earlier today, and he was trying to figure out, well, how did they all get here? And he talked about it, and they kind of went through some different channels, different countries to get here. Mm-hmm. I A said, lot of them walked. That's what got me. A lot of them were not actually in Haiti. Um, some of them had already migrated to different parts of South America. Right, because some of them were working in certain parts. Um, right. In, in, in those areas. They went. They moved. They went to South America looking mm-hmm. for work. Right. Found work. Right. And then when that work dried up, right. they were trying to figure out now what. Right. And uh, I saw an interview with some people from Haiti who said we got word that the United States was allowing, you know, uh, what do they call it, not immunity, but whatever that process is to try to get, you know, get into the United States. Mm -hmm. And that was the word that they had gotten. So there were these two sisters that they showed. They walked. They said it took them almost three months walking from South America to get to that border in Texas. Right. But and they were like in traveling in groups of like fifty to a hundred people mm-hmm. to avoid the rape gangs and mm-hmm. the violence and right. things like this. Yeah, it was a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. I and all of that to get there, only to find out the stories you heard were not true. Right, but that that that's the only thing I don't under I don't like is the only thing as far as with um, Obama when he. You know, said that okay, we we want the Haitians. They find they can come to the United States, and all of a sudden you're deporting them back. Mm-hmm. Why is it always folks of color? Now they got these Afghanistan people. How many of them here? It's over a hundred thousand. I lost count. Of them here. Exactly. And I just heard on the radio that they getting top notch jobs. They getting um. Oh yeah, they're getting complete setups. Yeah. They're providing with clothing, housing. Uh, educational situations for the kids, 
they're giving them basically what you would call a head start. Right. But, see, my thing is, I think it's a ploy with the United States. You have something going on with Afghanis people. Mm-hmm. You want to use them to your advantage, to whatever is going on in the United States. And my thing, he might bite us in the ass because some of them might be spies. But we is don't know after 20 years of being over there blowing well, up the whole country. Might have a good point, Red Wine. You I'm wondering, why? like, is it guilt? Yeah. And now you feel like you owe them something? Yeah. Because you yeah. said we were going to come in there, we're going to fix this, we're going to get rid of bin Laden, we're going to get rid of ISIS, we're going to bring democracy, and all of that went to hell in a handbasket mm-hmm. inside of a week when the military pulled up out of there. Mm-hmm. ISIS came back waving flags like, okay, good, they're out the way, we're going to run. But to me, that that particular situation was not all our fault. It wasn't, we went in there to help a a, a nation or country. But you didn't do anything to help yourself. I completely agree. You know, you can help somebody. The United States couldn't come in there and do it. Right. We were there to assist. Right, and that's what we did. We trained uh, those soldiers and everything, but and all of a sudden, you, you let the, um, what are the people that took over? The um, uh, ISIS and those Yeah, they, they came back and took over. You didn't do nothing. They ran. They surrendered. That's what I'm saying. As soon as the U.S. military left, when ISIS came in, those soldiers laid their guns down and put their hands up and said, basically, please don't be head. I, I just don't get it. Because they know that's how ISIS would, would operate. Right. That, that's just crazy. It was crazy. Oh, I just man. felt like after 20 years, if you haven't gotten it together by now, right. you're not going to get it together. Uh-oh. And I think that point was proven, the way that they completely folded like a house of cards. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. The U.S. can't do it for you. They did what they could to try to prop them up, help them, teach them, train them, yeah. fight beside them. I mean, they did everything yep. that could, I think, could have been done. Yeah, they just didn't help themselves. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be willing to help yourself. If you're so scared, and that to me is what I think, they were scared. Right. The U.S. military didn't seem to be as afraid of the ISIS folk right. as the people living over there. Mm-hmm. And that could be because they have inside knowledge of how ISIS is. Right. We were, we as a country were looking at it from the outside in. Right. Maybe those Afghanistan people, yeah. they know those folk because they are those folk. Right. It's not like these are different people. These are all Afghan, Afghans. They're all Afghans. Yeah. They're just a different group of Afghans. You know, it's like if you got a group of radical folk that live in a certain part of the city, you know how radical they are, but they're still the same blood. You're still the same blood. So if you're scared of them and you got people helping you as soon as your help leaves, if you still have that fear, what do you think is going to happen? As soon as your backup leaves, you go back up. And that seems to be exactly what they did. All right, let's move on to the next one. Things. That that uh, have your head swelling. I tell you. I'm well, speaking of head spinning, <laughs> now you know here we are again, looking like the budget is getting ready to expire, and the government might have to shut down one more time. They're getting ready to screw up a whole lot of stuff for a whole lot of people. So you got the Democrats as of yesterday scrambling in Congress trying to. 
get ahead of all these deadlines that has to do with the U.S. economy and trying to do everything based on President Biden's agenda. So you got Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker. You know, she's from California, and your boy Chuck Schumer from New York. They're trying to work their way through all of these different situations to try to prevent a government shutdown on the U.S. debt and the collapse of Biden's domestic agenda. And this is so crazy to me because the bottom line is when you talk about the debt ceiling, it basically has to do with saying that the United States is at the ceiling of how much money they owe for various things. When you decide, when Congress decides to raise the debt ceiling, you're just pumping more money in and you're just raising the level. It's like when your head is at the ceiling and now you say, raise the ceiling so you got room to breathe again. Well, the Republicans are basically saying, we're not doing it. It's been way too much debt. Y'all just spending money like it's water. And if the government has to shut down as a result, then shut that sucker down. So the House passed a bill to raise the debt ceiling to avoid said shutdown. But the Republicans in the Senate are already saying before the bill even got to them that we're not going to vote for that. So this is once again, you know, another one of those pissing matches where instead of them looking at what is in the best interest of the people and the country, the employees, and the budget, they're looking at it's Biden's desire, so therefore we're going to fight it. It's not. Why are they making it personal? Just because he was not the Republican candidate, you can't just keep battling against everything that he or his administration wants to do simply because it was not a Republican initiative. And and it doesn't seem to matter to them who gets hurt in the process. And what's so stupid about it is every time they do these shutdowns, you furlough the government employees, and whether, I think the last time it lasted, I don't even remember now, I want to say it lasted like three weeks, something like two or three, about three weeks, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you furlough people, they don't get paid for those three weeks. But then once the government reopens and they settle everything, everybody gets back paid. So it's not like you actually weren't getting paid. You just didn't get paid one time. So what the hell is the point? If you want to give me my money anyway, whether you give it to me now on time or you give it to me two to three or four weeks later, you're still going to pay it out. So why even drag people through all this turmoil and mess people up with their bills and their mortgages and their utilities and everything else? I think it's a political thing. That's what I'm saying. It just becomes a pissing match. It's a strategy or something, or it's saying that maybe the United States can pull this lever and say, okay, if we say this, we can continue to to run, but we still have to pay people back pay. I mean, it's just crazy. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Why do you do that? The only way this would make financial sense to me Mm -hmm. is if you really weren't going to pay people. If this really is about the budget and not mm-hmm. trying to spend the money, right. well, then 
I mean, I ain't trying to propose that because I want to get paid. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody wants to get paid. But it just seems so, it's such a waste of time. I think it's a political thing. I don't know who they're trying to, who are you trying to soothe with this? Well, I feel that, um, first of all, the way these things are rectified is that after a while, if they do, if they do step off being arrogant, you know, arrogant will always pull the plug out of the socket. But the plug doesn't fall that far away from the uh, what do you call it? surge protector. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The surge protector is mm-hmm. here, and the plug is laying like right next to it. And we're as we as the people saying, just plug it in. You yeah, look right. at the news. Just plug it in. Just plug it in. What, there you what, go. What are you who cares for? who plugs it in? Just right. plug it but in. But after a while, when the constituents of all these congressmen and all these senators start to complain, then people say, "Oh, damn." Oh, you know, uh, Arkansas is complaining. The state and the government employees in Arkansas are complaining. The government employees in, in Idaho is complaining. This is when the Republicans start to listen. Because right. they know they got an election in a couple of years, so right. they got to step up the game. Right. But it's sad that they push it. They don't be concerned about something until it looks them in the face. And that's just privilege right there. That's privilege. Privilege doesn't see anything until it's knocked on, on its door. That's when you realize... Whenever you realize your your privilege is being violated, it's usually when your shit is like it's already at your doorstop. Mm-hmm. You say, "Oh my God!" That's when oh, you pay attention. That's when you pay attention, exactly. So I've never seen a government shutdown that has not been rectified. Exactly. It has to be rectified mm-hmm. because of, um, because the world is watching. Mm-hmm. And the it Russians affects are watching. thousands and thousands of people. Mm-hmm. You're not going to just do that and pull the rug out from under people and just go, oh, well, that's politics. I think after a while, it's about a power thing. You know, we are the government, and we can do what we want. And when we but that's it. the thing. It's the Republicans and the Democrats fighting each other. And the people and the are the people ones that fight. suffer as a result. Right. We the little people that we suffer, You're right. Mm-hmm. But we are the ones that are paying this out. Exactly. They're why supposed to be just, working for why, us. Look, why can't we just go up there and protest about that? How about we just fire them? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a win. Fire all of their that story behind. But then, like I said, it becomes a pissing match because it's like, okay, okay, so Pelosi, she opened the government back up. Okay, we're going to vote for her again. Or this person over here opened to help open the government. Okay, we're going to vote for them. I tell you, it's a political thing. That's, that, that's all it is. I'm sick of it. I don't really, you know what, honestly, they say people don't really have to, quote, unquote, pay their taxes. There's nothing on the book saying you have to pay taxes. Who's to say that they can pull the plug? <laughs> Is well, it written in stone? Is it written somewhere we have to pull the plug because we don't have enough money? Bullshit. I don't believe that. You just, well, if all these rich billionaires would pay their fair share like Donald Trump and all his cronies, Maybe the budget would be in would be better aligned. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Is that part of your commentary tonight? <laughs> it might be. All right. Look, let's take a quick break. We gotta uh, refresh our beverages. I tell them uh, we gotta. Uh, if anybody got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And press one. Press one. We're gonna come back on the other side of the break with the hit it and quit it headlines, and we got some good ones for you. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party. www.apajamaparty.com 
produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You got an opinion? We want to hear it too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now. 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? Hi, welcome back to the John Party. I'm who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir. He said bonsoir from a distance. I don't know if you heard it. He said it. Anyway, um, uh, in our hidden and quitted headlines, our first story uh, concerns a uh, hunter. Hunter meaning, you know, a person that has a gun and hunts. What people hunting today other than people, other people. This hunter was looking for a shortcut. And he found the remains of a man who was missing for 53 years. Wow. Now, first of all, first of Ooh, all, first of all. That's a long time. Long time. Long, long, long time. First of all, let's just say that he found the remains of a person. I think maybe the medical examiner determined the person missing for 53 years. Because he probably, after 53 years, man, what are you seeing? Bones? Bones, that's all. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, bones, yeah. Bones in the outfit. You sure it's not a weird news? <laughs> Wait a minute. Bones in the outfit. Don't leave out an outfit. You might not see that. Yeah, you're right. The it jeans could. Anyway, here's a story. This happened in Solemn, Idaho. Mm. Okay? Probably another place where they make potatoes. Mm. Mm. An Idaho uh, bow hunter. I don't know what bow, bow does, or I know bow. Bow does. Bo knows, but he's a bow hunter. You can look it up on Google what a what bow is and call us and tell us what a bow is. He's a bow hunter. He was looking for a shortcut. Instead, he found the remains of another hunter who had been missing for 53 years. His name was Raymond Jones. He was 39 years old when he was last seen on September 7th, 1968. Wow. Damn. Okay. While bow hunting for mountain goat in central Idaho, uh, what's this called, uh, Lamont County. Now, I guess it's a goat, okay? Now, I guess, are you hunting for the meat of the goat? Now, goat are great uh, uh, animal lawnmowers. They will mow the shit out of your grass. Mm-hmm. I've heard that you set a goat free on your on your grass. You will never buy a lawnmower. Anyway, um, the East East Idaho News dot com reported that searches were unsuccessful for Jones Jones remain, which went unfound until Friday, wow. when another bow hunter uh, uh, stumbled across them. Okay, the hunter called the uh, uh, Lamo County Sheriff's Office to report the discovery. He was in the same area where Jones had disappeared. Half a century ago, 53 years ago, okay? The hunter was seeking a shortcut from one hunting area to another when he found human remains and then contacted the sheriff's office. 
said Sheriff Steve Pender. Due to lack of uh, remaining daylight, the um, ruggedness of the terrain uh, recovery efforts began on the morning of the 18th, he said, as opposed to the uh, 17th when the body was found. Anyway, uh, Sheriff deputies found part of Jones's wallet. Damn. What? His wallet? Yeah. It must have been a nice another wallet. Yeah, must have been. Which his identity still inside Jones's family members was still wait, wait, let, me, let me read this soon, excuse me. Sheriff's deputy found part of Jones's wallet with his identity still inside, period. Okay? Jones's family members are still alive and have been contacted, said Pender. That must have blown their mind. Okay, uh, there was some other hunters in the camp, but uh, he was by himself when he disappeared, Pender said. Okay, Mm. a search was launched the day after Jones' vanish, including more than 70 people and aircraft support. Efforts were temporarily called off because of severe snowy weather, but later Mm. resumed at the footprints were uh, discovered on a nearby ridge but they never discovered the body until this gentleman found the body. You just clogged it. So, That's what preserved in that snow. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And they yeah. probably couldn't find him. I mean, you know, in the snow, he was, um, you know, burning and stuff. Um, for yeah, you're right. F- yeah, that's probably what happened. We, we put shit in the freezer all the time, right? Yeah, that makes sense. FYI, bow hunting is a practice of hunting game animals uh, by archers. Aren't you? Oh, with a bow and arrow. Oh, bow hunting. Oh, they, they should. I, I didn't even make the connection. I was like, bow hunting? What is that? It says many indigenous people have employed the technique as their primary hunting method. Yeah, I'm well, sure. Thousands of years, of course. You know, then white folks, they want to put their camouflage on and do it themselves. But anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, what you got, Kevin? Uh, oof. This one blew me here. I wish it was me. I wish it was me. <laughs> a winning Mega Million ticket, $432 million, was purchased at a New York City pizzeria. Man, go in there and get a slice of pizza. Mm. And then just, just give me a, a Mega Million. Mm. It's Pronto Pizza. And we went to Pronto. Pronto Pizza. Hope they have good pizza. On 48th Street and 6th Avenue in Manhattan. So the mm. winning ticket. Mm. Uh, the ticket matched all six numbers. Uh, for the Tuesday drawing was 36, 41, 45, 51, 56. And the Mega Bowl was 13. Uh, he goes on to say, I'm happy for the purse. With the pandemic and everything, probably they needed it. The winner will get to decide whether to receive their payment in increments spread out over years or take the lump sum, which is $315 million. The odds of winning are 1 in $302 million. Mm-hmm. And a ticket price is two dollars only. Mm-hmm. Choose five numbers from one to seventy, and one number from one to twenty-five to make a ball. Uh, New York does not allow for winners of amounts this large to stay anonymous. Uh, but in 2019, a group of 23 winners collected their 437 million dollar prize um, anonymous, anonymously uh, using an LLC. Okay. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. The Mega Millions Prize will be drawn again on Friday. It recessed to twenty million. Well, you guys better go out there and get your get your Mega Million. 
Powerball. And Powerball, too. Okay. Damn. $315 million. That's a lot of money. It is. One in 302 million people? That's the odds. That's the odds. And he won it. And a pizzeria. Who had to go in there and buy a pizza pizza? I need to eat more pizza. I hope the pizza was good. Does it matter? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so he can buy the damn place. There you go. <laughs> he can buy it. Yeah. Kudos to that person. Well, I've got one about former U.S. Defense Secretary saying he was amazed by the promise of blood testing technology. Uh, James Mattis, y'all remember him? Yeah, I remember that story. That man always looked like a California raisin to me. <laughs> Just the wrong color. But James Mattis, who sat on the company's board, also thought it was a mistake when she was first accused of fraud. And this is talking about the um, testifying at Ms. Holmes' trial. This is the woman who had that company where she was doing all this blood testing from oh, just yeah. a little bit. Theranos, yeah. I think it was. Lying her asshole. She was lying she like was, a bad toupee. Some kind of new technology, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she had given all this info about how she had this revolutionary technology. Good. Well, he was on the board of that company. Mm-hmm. And he basically like bought into the hype, mm-hmm. and of course when he heard the charges, he was like, "No, that can't be right." People were saying that you know she was going to be the next Steve Jobs, you know, to come up with something like Microsoft or Apple or you know mm-hmm. those kind of companies. Scam going on. Yeah, she was just scamming people. She mm-hmm. was full of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was saying she could test for multiple diseases by just one drop of blood. Yeah. So instead of when you go give blood and they take like eight or nine samples, right. he was yeah. saying, oh, we can do it with just one or two drops. Yeah, they be sucking you dry. Oh, yeah. So anyway, but by 20, this was back in 2013, but then by 2015, it came to the light that the stuff didn't work. And she fell from grace. So General Mattis, who did serve under your boy 45, was one of the people who was uh, on her board. And uh, on Wednesday, he told the court in San Jose that he had been rather taken with Ms. Holmes' technology at first, and then that he later invested $85,000 in her company. He said it was something new, and frankly, he was amazed that it was possible to do what she claimed that she could do. And he was convinced that high-profile investors like Rupert Murdoch had backed her. Mm. Now, how did he get suckered? Yeah. Rupert Murdoch is like yeah. Mr. Moneybag, yeah. but he got suckered as well. He's looking for money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, back in uh, 2015, Wall Street Journal reported that Theranos tests were flawed. Uh, General Mattis said he initially thought that it was just an aggressive reporter Misrepresenting the facts. See, he was still trying to believe. Yeah, I was getting ready to say yeah, eighty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, you eighty-five grand in, so you you yeah. want to hold on to your face. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Keep my money alive. And then they said that the the paper also claimed that Theranos was doing most of the testing on commercially available machines that were made by other manufacturers. And she had claimed she had developed all this technology to do these tests. But then they found out she was buying equipment from other manufacturers Mm. running these tests Mm. that allegedly was doing all this stuff. So she was running running a con game. Good good scam. And then when they got into court, 
this heifer up there talking about, I'm just a failed entrepreneur. I'm like, no, B, you're a scam artist. <laughs> Wait a minute, did she say something she had some mental issues or something? something yeah, at some point she claimed that she had some mental stuff going on. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you do now. Somebody need to bang you upside your head. Yeah, it's like, oh, now you crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm crazy, I'm crazy. I'm crazy, crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, they said that she alleged that um, she had been um, abused emotionally yeah. and psychologically uh, for years and that had impaired by, she listed some people, <laughs> somebody, Mr. Balwani oh. had um, emotionally and psychologically abused her for years, which impaired her oh, her mental state. God. And whoever this Mr. Balwani is, he denied it. I'm like, oh, girl. God. Just admit it. Yeah. You were scamming folks, and you got caught. It's going to be interesting to see if she's going to be underneath the jail or she's going to be on top of the jail. She's going to take you a plea. You know white privilege uh-huh. is going to ride high. Yep, yep, right, Yeah, yep. white privilege is going to take a plea. And, and you, we probably not going to hear too much about this story. No, because yeah, she played the mental card. Right, she'll come up again. With some other scam, probably. But uh, yeah. and she already she got two scams going. Now she got mental mess going on. <laughs> she claims to be a failed entrepreneur. She's full of crap. But let's go to the phone lines. See what, see what anybody else is. I mean, hello, hello. Caller, welcome to the show. Are you there? Yeah. Sound like they got something else going on. All right. Well, so, yeah, I think, you know, I, I've got to get her name correct. I mean, the company is Theranos. Yeah, please put them on the kiss the list. I'm going to just put Theranos, that yeah. whole thing, Theranos. The developer of Theranos. Yeah. She get probation. Well, we need a cocktail for this. Yes, and I got one just for you tonight, uh, Papa Didi. Ooh, what you got, Cal? Love Hennessy and want something new to do with it? But try the Hennessy Margarita, Ooh. pairing with the classy uh, cognac with aged tequila, lime, and orange liqueur. What? Deliciously sophisticated drink. Yes. Yeah, that sounds exotic. Uh, both classy drinks feature citrus cognac and the contour, which makes the full flavor packed, nuanced sip. Mm. So, uh, what we got? What we got? What we got? We got tequila. Purple B, the tequila resperado that pairs better with the Hennessy. Ay, 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 ay. Two or two and a half ounces of that. Um, two ounces of uh, the um, Hennessy cognac, Papa Didi. Um, and contour, uh, probably half an ounce of that, and also fresh lime juice. So we're going to shake that very well, and we're going to put that in a rock glass over ice. That sounds good. Yeah. So it's tequila. Tennessee and the con- Contra. Right, Contra. Damn. And the Fresh Line. And Line. I'm dead. Gotta have the Fresh Line. Oh, I would try that. Not you with the Hennessy, with the hen dog. Nah, I need an assistant. He's a punch you, probably not you. I'm going to have You need them some punch you. And what is it called again? It is called the Hennessy Margarita. Wow. The hen dog margarita. I renamed it. <laughs> right. So we got to make sure that you use the Resverado tequila. The, the Blanco tequila yeah. does not pair with it. I love Reposado. Reposado tequila to me is, is, is the best. Yeah. Between that and the Anejo? Yes. 
Yeah. Either one. You gotta okay. make sure you ain't got nothing to do before eleven o'clock. <laughs> what I got to do next day? You ain't got right. nothing until eleven o'clock. Uh, All right, let's uh, try this. Uh, yep, yep. If I have some appointments or something, <laughs> you would cancel. I have. If I have a, a funeral to attend at nine a.m. Oh, we might as well forget don't it, right? Do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Do the crime if you can. Do the time. I know that's right. All right. Well, that was the cocktail of the week. Yep. Thank you, Kettle. That was the Hennessy Margarita. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure it gets up on the website over the weekend if we can get those interns to do their job. And uh, what what are we going to do? We're going to take a quick break before we go to yeah, Papa Didi. Yeah, take a break. What's All right. Papa Didi's going to have something good for us on what's popping. So uh, stay right there, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. You can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. So call me now. 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WPJP. Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. Uh, here to come. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Ooh, it's that time. It's time to ask Papa Didi the question of the night. Papa what's popping? What's popping? Oh my God! I tell you one thing about news and journalism. It is not lacking news or information. There's so many determining factors of stuff going on in the world today. We don't know how the police aren't telling the truth. You know, we don't know who's shooting who, and we gotta stop thinking, my beautiful black people, stop thinking that we killing each other because there's something. Undercover coming in our neighborhoods at night, okay? Don't think, you know, because I think people think that if they go in there and shoot in a black neighborhood, blacks will be accused and they'll, they'll name it gang-related, you know, and white folks will say, oh, my God, those niggas are crazy. No, 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 no. And and the police aren't letting in on nothing because I tell you, too many people out here got ring doorbells, ADT ring doorbells. Uh, uh, what's another company? Uh Blink, mm-hmm. Brink, B-R-I-N-K, mm-hmm. Brink, ADT, there's doorbells all over the place, but nobody shows a doorbell. Nobody shows anything. The police say, there was a shooting and I had a guy and a girl were found dead in their car. In their car. So people just walk up shoot people in cars? I don't think so. I think visual anti-ass, crazy-ass white folks arriving through black neighborhoods and just taking us out like Mm, it ain't shit. mm, mm. And they get away with murder, and they drive off into the sunset, and they get their little merit badge when they go back to their little fucking clan headquarters. You know, they give them their little merit badge, and they because, you know, your peanut brain is only going to be as big as your peanut brain. You can never rise to anything except how big your brain is. Your brain, your common sense, your upbringing, who raised you, what they taught you. Believe me, we're all computer 
We, we're, we're just a big computer. And how we was programmed is based on how we function. So a hillbilly trailer park motherfucker didn't get half the shit you got. But as a black person, they always make you think that you're less than what you are, but you're not. You're beautiful, you're strong, you're a king and a queen. But these jokers that ain't got shit going on, pot the piss in, win and throw it out of, uh, raised in a neighborhood that was so trailer park that they got couches on the damn porch. Sofas. Ride through somewhere like, uh, I'm not going to name the town, but a couple places in West Virginia. They got couches on the porch and, and Confederate flags. Oh, God. They spend most of their time on the porch. And there's no knowledge being generated on the porch. The porch generates no fucking education. Like they say, if you can't hang with the big dogs, stay on the porch. These jokers love the porch. And the Confederate flag flies on top of them. The little stinking ass cloth. It's a cloth sofa too. Not even leather. Okay? So it's got DNA from their fucking grandpappy on that motherfucker. Okay? It's crazy. It's crazy. Ride the train. Ride the train from from D.C. to... Pittsburgh, okay, and stopping a couple stops in between in West Virginia and look at some of these houses. That Confederate shit is raggedy, man. And the mental aspect coming from the people is just as raggedy. That shit is, oh, my God. They were not raised like you. They did not have your beautiful mother and father. They did not have your teaching. They didn't have your upbringing. So how are you going to get on TV and say that you're that they're better than you or they, that, that you're ain't? Please, stay strong in your own spot. Please, put that on my tombstone. Stay strong in your own spot. The spot that you was raised on, the people that raised you, they raised you right. So stop folding over to the bullshit. The people that raised you, they put some shit in you that is untouchable. So please, carry it on. Polish that shit. Wash that shit. Lysol, wipe that shit. Clorox, wipe that shit. Keep what your mother and father taught you nice and clean and refined. Don't stoop down to the bullshit. You're cool. Keep keep replenishing it. Don't fall for the okey-doke. I'm telling you, you were raised well. Stay strong in your own spot. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Right, man. They put it on your headstone. Put it on my headstone. They strong in your own spot. Strong in your own spot. As you were raised is who you are. The T-shirt. Don't let these yeah, motherfuckers, you know, don't let none of these ignorant jokers make you feel less than what you are. Because they're ignorant. They're trying to bring you to their world. Remember, cults are built on ignorance. Cults ain't built on intelligence. Intelligent motherfuckers ain't forming no cults. Please, they partying, hanging out. They're smarter than that. All right. Well, it's time to lighten it up. Are we doing that or are we going to a break? Whatever you want to do. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll do that. All right. And then we're going to come back and we're going to lighten it up. You know how we do. We're going to lighten it up with the weird news on the other side of the break on the Pajama Party Show. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday night live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Stem, and I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. 
And don't forget, the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap-up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kisser list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and we want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call it room service. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One here with Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. All right, now's the time. Lighten, lighten it up. up. All right, lighten it up. We're going to hit you with the weird news. I got a crazy one for you. I'm going to kick it off. I got a, a, an alleged time traveler. This man claims that he's a time traveler, and he says he's got photo evidence of what the future looks like. His name is Alexander Smith. He said that in 1981, he traveled to the future on a top-secret mission for the CIA, and he said it was an experiment that he would never forget. He gave an interview to Apex TV, and he said that aliens would soon visit Earth and make contact with world leaders, and that later on, World War III would break out after a conflict with the United States and North Korea. And to back his claims... He took a photograph with him and presented it on air on Apex TV, and it appears to show a futuristic city with green skyscrapers. Uh, He went on to say that he visited the year 2118 as part of a top-secret CIA mission, and he said as to his knowledge, it was one of the first times that time travel had successfully been completed. He said he went to the future and then back to the past. And this is allegedly in 1981. And he said while he was in 2118, he claims to have learned a lot about the past and the future. He says aliens do visit us, that they are intelligent extraterrestrials that do come to Earth. And this was around in the mid-21st century. He said that there is actually contact with intelligent extraterrestrials long before it was revealed to the public. He said that they don't necessarily live among us, but they do visit us from time to time. And he says that there are many threats to the human race, the number one threat being global warming, rising sea levels, and the CO2. Well, you didn't have to travel to the future to know that. But anyway, he went on to make some revelation about World War Three, saying that, you know, soon we'd be in this conflict, conflict and ultimately it would make the world a better place and that in the future borders will become meaningless and people will have more love and appreciation for life. So that's what he claimed. <laughs> I mean some of the Dang. stuff he's saying is like general stuff. Yeah. But the picture, he has this picture he said he took from twenty one eighteen with these green skyscrapers in the background. Wow. I mean, what, I mean, what, what he had some kind of um, machine that took him there? I don't know. He didn't say how he got there. He said he was on a secret mission for the CIA. Okay. I'm like, really? CIA chose you. 
What the hell was he smoking? Back in 81. Yeah. Exactly. What was he on? He, he must have been in that movie Deja Vu with Denzel Washington. You know. That time travel. I think I'm going to have to put Alexander Smith on the kissing list. Hey. I think he is tripping. He might have some truth to that, but anyway. I don't know. I, I got another one here. Uh, in Chicago, Chicago suburb attempts world record for largest dog wedding ceremony. Oh, boy. Organized. Is it organizers? A world record attempt. And Chicago <laughs> says that they are hoping to gather more than 178 canine couples to break the record for the world's largest dog wedding ceremony. Leslie Allison C. I've never heard of that last name. C E S E E I. Oh. Chair of the Villa Park Community Focus on Unifying Neighbors Commission, which is F U N, said she previously participated in. A November 2008 attempt at the road um, at the record in Oak Park, Illinois. The attempt featured 87 canines. You couldn't get everybody together. Uh, falling short of the record uh, set in uh, setting a number of 178, which was set in um, Littleton, Colorado, in 2007. Um, Allison said she wants to see uh, Illinois set the record on Saturday. At this particular park, town of Villa Park, Villa Park Village President Nick Kuzone is slated to officiate at the dog wedding ceremony. Are you kidding me? Okay. Which Allison said will include canines from across the Chicago metropolitan area. Allison said pet owners whose dogs don't have mates to marry can participate in a round of doggy speed dating. Oh, my gosh. To find an appropriate spouse right before the ceremony. What is wrong with these people? Why? Are you kidding? Doggy wedding? Yes. So <coughs> they're going to do doggy speed dating to find mates for the dogs that are single. Right. But they didn't say how many they had already. they trying to break the record of 178. So I guess they're trying to get 179. <laughs> but um, they did attempt um, back in 2007 in Colorado. Only 87 kind of K9 couples were together. So, so 87 nuts participated. Yeah. <laughs> but they were, they they were short on the record, so they. So didn't. do they dress these dogs up like in bridal gowns and tuxedos? That's a good question. I'm assuming they must if they're doing all this. That's a lot of dolls to try to get dressed. <laughs> I think they got them all dressed up looking like brides and grooms. That's a lot of dolls to get dressed. I don't. Okay. okay. That's too much for me. That's a lot of dog stuff. Dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. All right. What you got, Papa Diddy? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, y'all, okay. Okay. Uh, alleged uh, pizza roll pooper. Okay. Apprehended after uh, Oklahoma grocery store incident. Still on a dog. Okay, Shirley Wright Johnson had a uh, crappy shopping experience on Wednesday, literally. Okay, uh, Wright Johnson said that she was picking up some items at a, at a grocery store in uh, Moore, Oklahoma, okay, with her two daughters, when she reached for a bag of uh, frozen pizza rolls. 
she quickly discovered something else in her hand. Okay? Uh, human excrement. Oh, no. I never heard the word excrement. Uh, what does that mean, red wine? You are poop. You are resident. Uh, human crap. Intellect. Okay, I picked up a bag of pizza rolls, and there and and there's Lily shit. She said in a video obtained by uh, Oklahoma City NBC yeah. affiliate, which is KFOR TV. Human shit. Excuse my language. She said, "Come on, girl, be you." Okay. Someone defecated inside the supermarket freezer. Mm. Okay, uh, onto a bag of uh, Torlino pizza rolls. Which is a very popular pizza roll. They're very so they're good. You give them to your kids for weekend sleepovers and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. when when covered the me- when when uh, covered the mess with another package of treats. Police told the TV station they covered the mess with another package of treats. So it was treats, shit, and then treats on top of the shit. Okay, uh, I gathered the bag. I felt something mushy on the bag. <clears throat> so I turned it over, and there it was. Right, Johnson said. I was upset. I was disgusted. I felt like I was violated. Okay, the ride home was miserable, she said. Even though she quickly uh, uh, scrubbed off her hands, you know, to avoid any kind of diseases or any kind of crap, you know. Uh, all the way home, my kids were still like, Mom, I can smell it. I can smell it. I'm like, I can smell it too, baby. When I get home, I'll shower and, and take care of all of it. She uh, told Oklahoma City NBC CBS affiliate uh, WKTV uh, TV it was disgusting that the only word I could use was disgusting and horrible. Okay, uh, the Moore uh, Police Department remember this was in Moore Oklahoma. Moore Police used surveillance video from the scene of the crime, and they they flushed out a man that they identified as a person of interest. He was booked into the Cleveland uh, County. Detention center for unrelated charges, while the poop probe continued. The police spokesman told the uh, smoking gun that the man's name will be released if formally charged and filed. The man also reported taking pictures of a woman in a grocery store. What? So they got him on various different things, but they didn't say no, whether Vacky was, just back, a was up arrested freak. for that. But uh, it's always a person of interest and protecting people, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. It's so sad how white folks don't want to turn in white folks. I don't know why. If you was a black person, if you did, they would have rammed his ass up against the wall. But yep. anyway, anyway, nasty, nasty. How you gonna just throw some shit on the pizza? Well, why are you taking a dump in the freezer section? You got nothing better to do. Wow. All right. That wraps up the weird news. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that was. Anyway, all right. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back on the other side with, I'm just saying. Yeah, with more. I'm going to talk about Costco on the other side of the break. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up, and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. 
the more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Hi, welcome back to the Down Party One Hills Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Bonsoir, darling. We're going to turn over to Red Wine now for her segment called I'm Just Saying. Red Wine, take it away. And merci beaucoup, Papa. Didi. My topic tonight is Costco is rationing us again. So I found out today that Costco has decided. I guess with the continual situation with COVID-19 and the shortage, which we talked about last week, from various suppliers from different companies and, you know, stuff coming from overseas and manufacturers and whatnot, Costco has decided now they're going to start rationing people on toilet paper, paper towels. Um, I don't know what other paper products, but definitely toilet paper and paper towels. They, I don't know what the limit is per store, but you will not be able to just go in there and fill up your cart. They have some cutoff number that you can only purchase a limited number at a time. And they're saying that this is because of either ongoing or potential shortages. So I guess what they're trying to do is get ahead of the shortages that they think is coming. You know, because there's so much stuff going on with the shortages of employees, shortages from the supply chain. People don't want to, you know, all these companies are saying that they don't have enough employees. I heard something today on the radio that said FedEx has been rerouting over, what, 600,000 packages because they don't have the, the power, the man or woman power to handle it. FedEx, they're major. They're rerouting their crap. To UPS, USPS, the Postal Service, to, to help get these packages delivered because they're so short-staffed. So with all these shortages, I guess Costco figured before it gets to the cray-cray point like it did before <laughs> when people were running around like, does anybody have toilet paper? And folks are standing in line trying to get like one roll at a time and all that. They said, I'm going to get ahead of that, and we're just going to start rationing now. Now, what concerns me is that, you know, people are monkey see, monkey do. As soon as one big box company starts doing it, other people are going to go, oh, Costco's rationing out what, how much we can have. We better get on board, too. And before you know it, everybody's going to start this up again. People, stop hoarding toilet paper this is not like oh what is that thing called the uh booty hole no i'm trying to think of like when the when the world is coming to an end it's it's covid19 it's not like you're not going to be able to get what you need so if everybody yeah all of that i'm saying if people would just get what you need for your household if you normally go to the store and buy a four-pack of toilet paper, just buy that. 
You don't need to go in a store and buy 48 rolls of toilet paper and it's just you. Unless you think you're going to have a fit of diarrhea coming up. You don't need all of that. Other people need to have some too. So if everybody would just be cool, buy what you need. But they, you know, when they start with that rationing stuff, it puts the fear of, I don't want to run out. So people start hoarding and warehousing and storing up stuff. You know, it's like a, yeah, what did you say, apocalypse? That's the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. People are planning for like some kind of COVID apocalypse. We're trying to get out of this mode. So, I don't know. I think Costco, y'all might be jumping the gun. If if people want to come in and buy a whole cart full, let them. Who cares? Uh, if they got that kind of issue in their house, let them buy, let them buy the toilet paper and the paper towels that they need. But if we're getting ready to start going backwards with shelves being empty, you can't find what you need. I remember talking to people a year ago where they were in drug stores buying those little convenience packs of Kleenex to use for toilet paper because you couldn't find any toilet paper anywhere. Oh, my God. And then those were gone. Right. So it got to the point where folk were hoarding those little, you know, those little travel packs of Kleenex. Yeah. It was like that's all you could find, and you were lucky if you could find that. So let, let's just, like, chill out. Before we get to that point, Costco, I'm about to put you on the kissing list because I really think y'all are jumping the gun, and all you're going to do is start some mess with this ration and stuff. Chill out, Costco. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, Costco, y'all need to chill out and stop with all this rationing because you're just getting ready to start some mess unnecessarily. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> it's like they ration, don't ration. Ration, don't ration. But to me, like you say, we were talking about the CDC. That should be even kill all the way. We would have been fine if they. My 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 sentiment was month to month, almost like a lease. Uh-huh. Month to month. Okay, the first of October, we're gonna tell you what can be done. You know what? You know what? Can you wear masks? Not. Yeah. And then next month, end of the month come, okay, no, we still can't. So we're going to continue on. That's what they need to do with Costco. I'm just saying. Either we can get a whole, like you said, a whole basket full, or we can't get, we can't, oh, we can't get, get nothing. <laughs> Excuse my language, but that shit pissed me off when I got to the damn counter the other day. And I had, I just had two. I had two of the big packs of the um, paper towels. Oh, and they made you put one back? Yeah. Uh, well, the system won't allow us to hang out. See, what kind of mess? Then he said, well, you you can come back and get in line and get another one. See, well, then what? No, he, no, he said, come back tomorrow. Oh. Who in the hell has time to keep coming back to damn Costco? Just to get some more paper towels, and I'm right here right now. Oh, you can kiss mine, you know what. Okay. Say, how about instead of tomorrow, <laughs> you kiss it right now. <laughs> All right. Oh, use the toilet paper that I'm buying. There you go. Wipe your ass with it. All right. We're going to keep it moving. Okay. Uh, Over to you, Papa D. <laughs> Living for the city. Anybody ride, ride on that? <laughs> yeah, I'm riding. You know I am. What's happening in the city, Poverty? Other than Costco acting a fool. I uh, know. That's what they do. Well, let me give my opinion on this. Okay. Uh-oh. I feel like, first of all, in my world, Walmart runs shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
You ain't thinking about Costco. I don't give a shit about a Costco, Sam's Club, anybody. If you ain't got the name of Walmart, I ain't following your lead. You know, I go to Costco when I want to go to Costco. Okay. I go to Costco when I need to go to Costco. Walmart, shit, that's my people. That's your hangout. That's where it all goes down. Watch out, man. See, let me tell you something. Walmart's the only place I can go and see a fucking bikini and a fur coat on the same goddamn morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. I can see a motherfucker. You see some stuff at Walmart. I can see I can see a person in boxer briefs and bikini draws in the same day. Wait. Walmart is up, off the chain. They are the facilitators of the world. Walmart dictates society. Costco, you can try to get, us atten- get our attention with that bullshit. I ain't listening to you. It's when Walmart fucks around and does something is when I say, That's when it gets oh, serious. shit, <laughs> I got to pay attention to this. I'm being led by Walmart. I ain't being led by no goddamn Costco. Fuck y'all, a little sophisticated. What's any Kirkland products? Oh, yeah. I brought a few pair of Kirkland products from Costco. Them drawers don't even fit me no more. Nor do the t-shirts after a couple of washes. (laughs) Kirkland kissed my ass. I am led by Walmart. Walmart has something called George. George shirts, George pants, you know? I hear you. Anyway, that's that there. But the other thing I want to focus on just for a couple minutes, I ain't going to waste a lot of time, is new money. Now, what is new money? New money is businesses that found new money based on stuff that's not going down anymore because the money is still in the budget. They say, oh, in the school system, we're short on bus drivers. But you still got that fucking budget for them bus drivers, don't you? Uh-oh. Okay. And they say, oh, you know what? We don't have enough employees at fucking FedEx. So you called over to the post office and figured out what the hell they would charge you to do it with your newfound money because you ain't spending on payroll for new people. So you got all this extra money. So you called USPS. USPS, those whores that say, oh, yeah, we'll fly that shit. What you going to give us? Huh. So you're fucking with them. I don't think there's no businesses out there suffering at all based on redirecting their mail. The mail is moving. It may be a couple of days later, but it's moving. Mm-hmm. So you can't say that, oh, this is this and this is that. One thing we as Americans got to realize is we're paying the bills in this world. Like Marvin Gaye said long ago, long time ago, money, we make it. Oh, yeah. Before we see it, they take it. Hello. Make you want to holler. Mm. Throw up both your hands. Taxes are taken out before you get your paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your net pay is not what your gross pay was. So they're getting their money. And anybody had a big allotment for money, whether it be whatever county, they had big money. Oh, we need more bus drivers. But you're still getting that damn money from the state, ain't you? 
got that big ass pile of money that was set aside for the bus drivers. You can't get bus drivers, but the state is still sending you eight million dollars a year for bus driver payroll. You ain't talking about that, are you? Okay, so look, stop listening to people with that dazzles in distress. Remember, uh, underdog. His girlfriend's name was Sweet Polly Purebred. Oh, yeah. Okay, she would say, help, help, help. And he would say, when Sweet Polly's in trouble, I am not slow. It's hip, 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 and away I go. You got to be old school to know that shit. But anyway, stop acting like when, when these different counties scream out the fact that they're lacking something, they're in distress. No, the government is still sending that budget for those school buses to that fucking county or that city. Mm-hmm. If you ain't spending, uh, we don't have enough bus drivers. Well, where's the fucking money? Oh. The governor still sends you $8 million for that budget. Uh, what we're doing, we got a hold of another transit company that's going to pick up the kids on 45th and Vine and take them over to another place and bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, all this alternative shit. Mm-hmm. But the alternative shit is working. The kids are bitching and complaining. I see buses now out there at 6 o'clock in the morning. They're waking up kids at 5 o'clock in the morning. And the kid sits on the back of the bus and sleeps. Mm. Sleeps for two hours. Because he's the first one being picked up because the shit is so messed up that he got to ride the bus and sleep for two hours because this when the sun rises, uh-uh, please, it's a mess. Everybody's talking about money, but ain't nobody complaining about money because money is still there. Stop saying what you don't have because you're still getting your budget. When your budget stop, if you if your budget is stopped, you be bitching about something else. But it is bitching. We ain't got enough drop. Well, then hire some goddamn felons. You know? Hire some people you don't believe in. The ones you think, oh, he went to jail. So what? He's a good driver. Ain't nothing wrong with his damn driver's license. He went to jail for five years. He got a good driver's license. Mm-hmm. So what the hell are you going to, what you calling him? Well, give me a break. Anyway, so like I said, I just want to speak on that. Think for a minute. New money. Money is there. They, nobody said that the state stopped sending money to our county for the bus drivers. They didn't. Mm-hmm. You just ain't got the drivers. But you still got that damn $8 million check from the fucking state. So stop the bullshit. Oop, there it is. Hire some people. Mm-hmm. So what? He got a little marijuana in his system. Hire that motherfucker. I don't Whatever recommend you hire motherfucker with coke or crack in them, but <laughs> marijuana, she. Uh, what Amazon did? If I was if I was if I was in a in a difficult if I was in a situation with a woman years ago and I'm on marijuana, I would say I'll fuck with that bitch tomorrow. <laughs> marijuana is not a stimulant drug; it don't excite you. <laughs> I say, look. That bitch pissed me off. I'm going to fuck with her tomorrow. <laughs> so hire a damn marijuana person that got some weed in their system. Okay. Now. They ain't causing no trouble. You know, I'm making jokes, but I'm just saying. Hire some people you don't know me hire. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. You hiring them same jokers, and they're not available, so you're getting, you're getting yeah. all paranoid. Hire some, hire some new people, some yeah. brand new jokers. Stop being picky. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what Amazon did. They said, look, we are now hiring people Amazon that are weed smokers. We need people 
And they said if you got Let weed you or something. you smoke weed, you come could on. be a junkie with a needle hanging out of your fucking arm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Amazon just said we. I don't know about all that. Yeah, Amazon will hire your ass, right? They'd be like, yo, yeah. hey, hey. They said we. Now, I don't know about the needle falling out your arm. <laughs> That's a whole lot going on. <laughs> on that note, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to. And we're coming back on the other side with Kettle and the Hollywood wrap-up. Papa Didi trying to get that main line going. We'll be back on the other side of the break on the Pajama Party. It's Friday night, and you're listening to the Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com, check out the cocktail of the week, get your glass, and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, next uh, up, we got uh, the Hollywood wrap-up. Uh, are we ready, uh, Kettle, with the Hollywood wrap-up? Yeah, we are. Uh, All right, okay. here we go. Hollywood. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, Hollywood. All right, thank you, Papa. Here we go. Uh, you're relinquishing your duties now. All right. <laughs> um, the top story tonight just got this in. In the last 10, 15 minutes, Kelly Price, the famous R&B singer, um, she's been missing in Georgia. Uh-oh. The story goes, as Kelly Price, the representative, says she's safe, though. She's recovering from COVID oh. after declared missing. Yeah, so singer Kelly Price is safe and recovering in private, a representative told TMZ after she was deemed missing in Georgia following her release from the hospital after battling COVID. Um, Price's rep, she told, uh, her name is Monica Ewing, told the celebrity news outlet that the Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter is not missing and is recovering from the virus at an undisclosed location. Ah, okay. But uh, we keep hearing some shady stuff about the, about the boyfriend. Uh-oh. The family told TMZ that Price was admitted to the hospital in early August after struggling with COVID symptoms. She ended up in the um, ICU um, when her condition worsened. Um, the singer, she posted some things on July the 29th, revealing to her fans that she had contracted the uh, virus and she was doing fine. Um, according to the report, family members spoke to Price during her hospital stay. Children were allowed to visit her and everything. Um but when she was discharged, no one knew where she went. Oh. Um, the family has also uh, called out Price's boyfriend for alleged, uh, allegedly burying them from visiting Price's home. For the report, her suspicious behavior prompted someone to alert the authorities to do a welfare check last week. 
So now there's an active investigation to find the beloved artist, according to this report. But, you know, sources are saying that she's fine, she's home, or undisclosed place that she's recovering from COVID. So, mm-hmm. um, But there are some shady things with the boyfriend. So I would say just keep an eye on the boyfriend. I mean, we got we, like Florida. Yeah, we 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 got too much of this domestic stuff going on. Um, for her to be in an undisclosed place, it's hmm, kind of strange. Um, why? Yeah, why? Her family would want to know where she is. Why? Or or go home? If you can't go home, then go with a family member or a friend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's my sentiment. So, we'll we'll keep up on this uh, particular story. Um, also, Nicki Minaj and her husband's back into the um, uh, headlines. Um, Nicki Minaj, uh, the um, accuser of uh, the husband, the one that he's supposed to allegedly rape, um, she's getting death threats. Oh, gosh. Uh, she claims from, um, she's well, she's getting intimidation uh, threats and everything from Nicki Minaj in her, in her camp. And yeah. Uh, in an interview, uh, her name is Jennifer Hoff, uh, detailed alleged efforts uh, by associates of uh, Minaj and her husband to, to recant her allegations from this 1994 sexual assault case. Come on now. Yeah, I heard about that. She was like a teenager. He and was too at the time they, when it they, they were both 16, and they claimed that it was consensual. But, uh, yeah, they were both 16. She says she was sexually assaulted at knife point in Petty's home. Oh. So, I mean, you know. That doesn't sound consensual. Right. So, Huff said the pressure to recant has um, come from um, associates of of Minaj and Petty and has included um, veiled threats and attempts to uh, pay her for her silence. You know, they said they will give her a certain amount, but she said, no, I don't want that, so. She wants to go ahead and tell a story, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, I mean, you know, Nicki Minaj gangster anyway, so. Mm-hmm. And the husband, he's probably just as, just as worse as she is, so <laughs> there you have it. Okay. Uh, Jay-Z, uh, Team Rock, files lawsuit against police in Kansas City. Uh-oh. Uh, alleging misconduct. Uh, Jay-Z, Team Rock, filed a lawsuit against the Kansas City um, Police Department alleging misconduct. Team Rock, the philanthropist arm of Jay-Z's Rock Nation label, is accusing um, the police department of covering up complaints filed against members of its investigative division. Alleged numerous allegations of misconduct and discrimination by the um, Kansas City cops, including an officer charged with uh, committing sex crimes and two officers charged with assaulting um, an inmate um, has been withheld. So, sounds um, messy. It does. Very, very messy. Also, um, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Boy, he, he he's crying wolf. Uh-uh. He, he quotes, not one of you is safe with cancel culture. Taking uh, center stage in a prestigious Spanish film festival to receive a top career award, actor Johnny Depp presented himself as a victim of the quote-unquote cancel culture spread across the um, cinema industry. Depp was addressing questions by reporters at the um, International Film Festival about the loss of Hollywood's 
favor for new roles ever since his ex-wife, actress Amber Heard, went public with allegations of the uh, domestic violence against him. Um, hmm. So, so in other words, he can't get a job. Right on. That's the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it's obviously not because they don't need his acting ability. Right. It's because his wife said uh, whatever she said. Yeah. So it's all her fault. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to make sure I understood. Um, also, another news: Michael K. Williams. Uh, the report has come in. Cause of death, uh, official cause of death is acute intoxication by the combined efforts of fentanyl and some other thing I can't pronounce: heroin and cocaine. Oh man! Uh, his his death was ruled an accident, accidental, but on his own accord. You know, something hey, he ingested, but. You don't know what they're putting in these drugs now. So, you know, it's like you could have a little bit, you can have a lot. He had too much, apparently. Yeah. That's the brother that was in The Wire. Right. Okay. Yeah. The Wire. Sorry, yeah. Lovecraft Country, because they were nominated for quite a bit of things, too. Yeah. Um, also, Boardwalk um, Empire. So, he, he's a talented dude. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Also, Wendy Williams. She's released from the hospital after psychiatric evaluation. So she's going through some mental right. issues and some COVID issues. Okay. contracted COVID also. Well, how are you recovering from COVID and you vaping? Hey. I saw a picture uh, a couple of days ago. She's in a wheelchair vaping. It's like if do. your lungs are compromised, why would you? People are going to do what they're going to do. Okay. Uh, last but not least, um, uh, a soldier has gone away from us, Melvin Van Peebles. He was the groundbreaking filmmaker, playwright, and musician who's uh, helped usher into the uh, black exploitation wave of the 70s, influenced filmmakers long after has died. He was 89. Oh, wow. So, 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 she was also called sometimes the godfather of modern black cinema. Um, but he was best known for the um, sweet, sweet back, badass song. <laughs> One of the most oh, yeah. sweet, sweet films song. of all time. Yep. Uh, wow. He also did uh, writing and producing several plays, musicals. He later wrote the movie uh, Grace Lightning. I remember that. It was oh, a, Richard Pryor. Yeah, it was a play and a movie, wasn't it? I don't know about the play, but I did see the movie. Right, yeah. About the first black race driver. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Yeah, Grace Lightning. That was a good film. Uh, he was born Melvin Peoples in Chicago on August 21st, 1932. He would later add Van to his name. He graduated from Ohio Wesley University in 53 and joined the Air Force, serving as a navigator for three years. After military service, he moved to Mexico and worked as a portrait painter. Followed by a move to San Francisco, we started writing short stories and making short films. I guess that's how he got his, you know, got into it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it said in the 80s, he um, turned to Wall Street oh. in options trading. He wrote a financial self-help guide entitled Bold Money, a new way yeah. to play the options market. Who knew? Yeah. 
Hey, this cat did a little bit of everything. He sure did. Absolutely. He just did movie shit. He he did it all. And he he was Mario Van Peebles' right. father. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I usually get them mixed up because two M's. Yeah. He's Melvin. Yeah, his father's Melvin. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That that's it. That's, that's the last it. one. All right. Well, thank you. Papadidi's going to tell us what the kitchen list is. Mm-hmm. If you can uh, yeah, he is. come and take care of that, Papadidi. <laughs> uh, he's in the break room. Yeah, the, the kitchen list is the, the list of uh, people that showed their butt hiney over the last week and uh, were never uh, in a, at a vacancy for the kitchen list. Uh, who, you, who you like? Oh, I got a whole list of folks. Yeah, come on, run in there. I got Rikers Island. <laughs> humane treatment of yes. prisoners. Close it down. They need yeah, to shut it down. I agree. I got Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, he did some kind of questioning about voter ID, uh, whether or not it was racist, and he looked like a total fool. He was asking people, so are you saying that voter identification is racist? And the pers- the people were trying to respond, and he was just cutting them off. Yeah. And they were not all black, not all white. Mm-hmm. Even the white people on the panel were saying, well, depending on the circumstances, it can be. He was like, so you're saying what, the whole state of Texas is racist? Plus, he needs a and haircut. Yeah. Like, he needs a haircut and a fucking saying. beard trim. Nah. He looks like a hippie. He, really he was so full of crap on that, so he's on the list. Uh, we got the Border Patrol. Down oh. there in Texas on horseback, oh. down there acting like the overseer on a slave plantation. Oh. Uh, we got the Republicans for fighting for nothing, trying to make the government have to shut down. Can't agree on anything. The Theranos developer, that lady, I forgot her name now, that mm-hmm. said that that product can right. can detect yes. diseases and blood. Right. And she was lying to everybody, con artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Smith, that was the guy who claims to be a time traveler. <laughs> you full he's, of crap. He's, he's a nut. That's a nut. Yeah, that's a nut. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, we got Costco. <laughs> rationing out toilet paper already. And we got the pizza roll poopers mm-hmm. for doing that in the first place. Why would you do that? That's just nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's everybody I have on my list. You have anybody else? I don't have anybody. Papa Didi, you have anybody else? Of course, always got uh, Did we say Trump? Nope. Yeah, Trump, because the group who was uh, evaluating the election in, was it Arizona? Arizona. They came back with findings to say not only did Biden win, but they actually found another yeah. 400 votes. Yeah. They sure did. More yeah. votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Trump, you're on the kitchen list. <laughs> Again. Is your jackass. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Because I got a special prize for everybody. Oh, what, what, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Different counties for acting like there's shortages, but nobody's saying that people are still getting paid. People are still getting money. The, the, the counties are still getting money from the state. Right. So what are you doing with the money? Well, okay. We can't find bus drivers. You ain't say the government's not giving you the budget for the bus drivers. So look at the big picture. All right. Um, I do have the producers of The View. Okay. Um, There was only two people on The View today, mm-hmm. Joy Behar and uh, the other woman. I um, forgot her name. 
Um, the one that's the host of a yeah, the Chase. I can't think of her name. Of Sarah. Sarah Haynes. Uh, yeah. Sonny and the other um, um, Spanish lady. Yeah, yeah, Anna Navarro. Yeah, tested positive for COVID. At the last minute. At the last minute. Put the producers on the kissing list because y'all MFs yeah. should have known that crap before they came. And they were supposed the to be interviewing the vice president. Today. Right, they had to end up putting her in another room. Uh-huh. They They interviewed her, but she was there at the studio, but she was in another room. Yeah, she mm-hmm. said, I ain't going out like that. Well, I guess they, they all got some COVID going on in that studio. <laughs> Count me out. Yep. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Well, I have a special gift wrap package for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Kiss it my entire ass. Welcome back to the John Party. One who's Papa D. Demi with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Uh, let me try going to the phone lines one last time and see. Caller, are you there? Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hello. There's so I have our way. Yo, yo. Hey there. I know how to get back to you. How you doing? Are you there? No, I think he hit it by accident. Okay. All right. Well, we're down to the last word. So, Papa Didi, what's your last word? Go you know, ahead. I want I want to give a uh, seeing all of us a big uh, happy birthday celebration to our friend Eric. He is Eric, the, uh, the CEO of uh, Quiet on the Set, big time. Uh, Producer, promoter, interviewer, the whole nine. Uh, just want to acknowledge you in all all effects that you do, and that's not even half of what you do. Uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hope you're having a great time. Be safe, stay safe out there. We got your back. We're here for you, and uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. You know, and uh, happy right. birthday, my brother. Happy birthday. All righty. Uh, my last word is Costco. Y'all need to cut the crap. Mm-hmm. Seriously, cut the crap. Because all you're going to do is start something, and everybody else will start following suit. So stop it. Yeah, they're trying to get. They're trying to stay relevant. Yeah, just stop it. That's my last word tonight. Because Walmart runs it. <laughs> What's your last word, Kevin? Uh, my last word is to the person that won at 432 million. Uh-oh. Uh, can you break our sister off a little bit? <laughs> Uh, but if you can't, uh, I understand. You know, folks have large families. I know if I hit the Powerball Mega Million, 
look, folks ain't get shit because I got a huge ass family. That's Ooh. all I can tell you. And everybody would get, I would try to give everybody a piece of the pie. But um, uh, you to change your phone number. I probably would. <laughs> would you take it over time or lump sum? <laughs> lump sum. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would do the lump sum. Yeah, release the government. And, uh, get your money. Yeah, get, get my money. Get my money. Get your money. Joy, go buy me Woo! an island somewhere. Look, I would outdo Jay-Z and Beyonce <laughs> for a minute <laughs> and uh, do the damn thing. But, um, yeah, that person in New York, hey, enjoy your, enjoy your, uh, your coins and spread it out a little bit. You know, don't spend all at one time, but spread it. Give, give it to some folks that really need it, you know. Uh, help some people. Yeah, if you have a kind heart. Help so. yourself first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get help your shit first. Together. Yep, yep. Yeah, and then help some people. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for us tonight. We'll uh, do it again next Friday night in October. First show in October. Wow. You know, it's going to be off the hook. And that's October 1st, too, by the way. Isn't wow. it? All right. Sure. We'll be here with us on the first show in October. We're going to get this thing popping because that's what we do. Uh, shout out to everybody. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening, hanging out with us. We do appreciate it so very much. Um, I guess that's it. Yep. Any last words, announcements? We done? That's it. I'm good. All right. Uh, shout out to all the birthdays this month. Happy birthday. And uh, I guess we're done. Who's the Libras? Uh, is it Libra? Yeah, Libra, yeah. Okay. Happy birthday to all the Libra people. And uh, we're done. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Cattle. Good night. And good night. Bonsoir. Arrivederci. Adios. Catch you next week. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? Right, yes, so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.